Welcome to the Manager Tools Podcast for Monday, December 18th, 2006. Developing a Sense of Urgency, Part 2. Hello everyone and welcome back to Manager Tools. Today we cover the second in our two-part series on building a sense of urgency in your team. As usual, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, you may want to go back and listen to it first before proceeding on with this one. It will certainly improve your listening experience. Before we proceed though, I want to remind everyone of the Members Only podcast. If you're not subscribed already, you're really missing out. Each month Mark and I produce a special Members Only podcast, especially for our registered members. And there's some great content in those casts. It's absolutely free. Simply go to the Manager Tools website, www.manager-tools.com, and use the register link at the top of the page. It's that easy. Oh, did I forget to say it was free? Do it now. The next member's podcast is going to be up very, very shortly. All right. On with today's free content. Our next point, which is use passive updating, doesn't sound um, doesn't sound great. We're gonna, we're going to be passive, but this reminds me of when I was a team lead. I remember talking to my manager, and uh, we had a very detailed project plan. It was kind of the top. I was the team lead of this project that was a, the most important going on at corporate at that point in time. And I remember complaining to her like a month into the project, going, "You know, all I'm doing." is spending all my time going around getting updates on people's statuses. And she yeah. she looked at me like I had two heads yeah. <laughs> and gave me the uh, use the passive updating rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and what's interesting about it is it, it's one of those flipping moments where, where suddenly the manager suddenly realizes, gee, that wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Um, but look, as a manager, you shouldn't have to go find the status of anything. There, there are two reasons for this, the second of which helps the sense of urgency in your organization. First, every minute you spend going to find out about the status of something is a minute you're not spending helping any project or meeting any of your organization's objectives. Finding out status is a, spending time finding out status is a cardinal executive sin because you're wasting that minute. You're not delivering any value. So sin no more. Have your directs update you as a standard part of their jobs. For every project, figure out how you want to be updated. We, uh, we encourage you to use whatever system your organization uses, though I will tell you that far too many of them are becoming, the systems are becoming bloated or web-based or unupdated to the point where people are going away from them. In fact, I talk to people all the time that say, well, we don't really use that online system. It's pretty good or whatever. I say, no, it's not that we don't. It's that you don't hold your people accountable to update everything every Wednesday at 2 or every Monday at 4 or every Tuesday at 3 and every Thursday at 5 so that you know any status you're looking at is within 24 or 48 hours. Well, they say it's kind of hard. That's because they've never done it five or six times in a, week, in, a, in a given series of weeks, and so have gotten comfortable with it. Once they got comfortable with it, it'll be fine, and they'll take it as second nature. And, and you shouldn't be having a meeting once a week for half an hour just to get status updates, because that means that in order to get ready for your meeting, they have to go back over the work they've done in the week, whereas if they just update things as they'll go along, 
that will become much more integrated into how they uh, into how they work. So, um, yeah, we did we did a we did a major implementation of um, uh, Siebel. I think we went to Salesforce.com right. at one point, and uh, but Siebel failed for uh, a number of reasons. But but the the major one was the sales, Salesforce didn't want to go and update the status of their, right. their pipeline. It had nothing to do with the software. It had to do with folks not wanting yeah. to be accountable. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, sales pipelines is a particular, um, you know, salespeople for, for centuries have been manipulating their pipeline or thinking about how they want it to look at any given time since it's based on guesses and projections and, and um, uh, dark, black magic, quite frankly, some of the time. Look, we love them if you use them and hold people accountable for using them. When when people moan about them, I'll tell you, I, I was at a uh, an offsite with a client recently. I was facilitating an offsite, and um, uh, we were discussing what the Salesforce needed from the organization, and and uh, what they needed was lots of national advertising and the ability to give bigger discounts. I thought, well, <laughs> that'd be nice. Wouldn't it be great if everybody's job was just way way easier? <laughs> um, so. It would be nice if every time you walked in, people made, bought everything you had because the price was virtually free and there was great national advertising that made it a no-brainer. But that's not the way to run a business. Um, but regardless of that, la- lacking any system like that, you don't need any system like that. Ask your folks to update you at a routine, a repeated date and time of your choosing in a form that you can use that allows you to get what you need. Now, it's very possible that the web-based system or the technical system doesn't doesn't make it easy for you. And if you're spending two hours taking your direct reports about how they're doing on projects and turning it into a report that you can actually use, once again, you are wasting time and committing a mortal executive sin. Um, your, your directs can be asked, and it happens everywhere in the world, and it's very effective and efficient for the organization to have your directs brief you, report to you, passively to you, but actively for them in a way that makes sense to you. The beauty of this is that having to report regularly, please, no more often than weekly necessarily. There's some times where more would be would be okay. Um, and then also in one-on-ones are certainly a fine way to do it. One-on-ones is a good way, although you don't want to spend 30 minutes just getting your update. Um, the beauty of this is that having to report regularly greatly increases the likelihood of projects staying on track. Have, having details yeah. rather than just how, how's this project going? It's fine. Okay, let's move on. Um, to me, the word fine doesn't mean green. It means I'm yellow and trying to hide red from you. I know that's not true, but I that word fine is just that. That's why on our one-on-one form we suggest two questions back to back: one, how is this project going, and two, will we meet the deadline or are we on track to meet the deadline? Because if I get nine and a half weeks, so are we on track? And an answer is yes, um, and then we don't meet the deadline. You don't have a sense of urgency, and we're asking the wrong questions. Cool. All right, our next one is um, point number six: feedback every time, every time. Oh, hey, yeah. Mark, can you hold on a second? Hold on. What is going on? All right. Oh, that was that was the soapbox. Oh, I thought you're you might want to get on. <laughs> oh, my. that's feedback. That that's the ultimate feedback, right? It just passes effortlessly from you to me. <laughs> 
Hey, am I wrong when we start talking about feedback? Are you getting ready to get on one? Oh, I wouldn't mind if I went down in, in, in the universe of management as being Mr. Feedback. I, I'll tell you, though, I'm on it. Perhaps the biggest contributor, in my opinion, to the pandemic of a lack of sense of urgency is managers' repeated unwillingness to give boring, repetitive, effective feedback when their directs do or do not, either one, meet their deadlines. When they do, you give positive feedback. When they don't, you give adjusting feedback. No pressure, no meanness, no edge to your voice, no harshness, no impending doom, no threats that whatever my boss does to you all but does to me, I'll do to you. Just clear, plain feedback. Hey, Bob, can I give you some feedback? When you miss a deadline, here's what happens. We get behind and it starts affecting critical path. We lose credibility. What can we do differently about that? I guess I need to meet my deadlines. Good. Let's work on that together. Let me know how I can help. Okay. This is, I'll tell you, Mike, this is my favorite step. And this is, I'm, I'm definitely full on the soapbox. You were right. Um, this one alone will make a huge difference. If you don't know, and we've got a lot of listeners now, um, you know, we're, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and find the feedback casts and have a listen to them. It's part of our management trilogy, and it is so powerful. It's trademarked. Um, you've got to be willing to give feedback. Not because we want to scare people or it's mean or intimidating or anything else. It's because it's no big deal. We give feedback all the time, both positive and negative. Um, and you want to change a culture. You, you, you do things, people do things for one or two reasons, seek pleasure or avoid, avoid pain. You want, you want meeting deadlines to be pleasurable and failing to meet deadlines to be painful. Simple. Good. Okay, the next one. Use dates and times. Now, what's, well, what's look, special but, about you, times? We're not talking about this. This happens a lot. Managers hear, how does Friday sound? And the manager says, trying to be, I don't know, nice or something. I, you know, <laughs> managers are the race to be nice. Um, says, sure, that'll work. And somehow something comes up. And in the direct's mind, if the stuff really hit the fan, Friday could really mean before work on Monday, since technically the weekend is kind of technically dead, even though, of course, everybody forgets that there are people working at virtually every company everywhere in the world on every weekend. Um, so, and really, I don't mean to suggest this is not a function of weekends, as it is lack of time and date both is what constitutes a deadline. I also think project plans that are really long are, do this all the time. They only state specific days. And that could mean midnight. And if it's midnight and you're not done yet and, and nobody's around, you're like, well, shoot, you know, I'll just go home and get four or five hours sleep and come in in the morning. And you come in in the morning, there's a big, big email that goes out and you're like, okay, well, okay, we'll make it noon. And suddenly now we're 24 hours behind. And if everybody did that, if everybody did yeah. that on a project that had 100 or 200 deadlines and deliverables, we're talking weeks, months. Um, yeah, you're, you're removing a lot of time from a lot of folks. I mean, you're, you're, you're taking away the uh, close of business, COB oh, uh, deadline. Yeah. Man, I, I, used to, I can get an extra eight hours out of that. Yeah, close of business. Yeah, close of business is when I go home, right? Or, or maybe when the boss goes home. Um, That's before midnight. Come on. Yeah, exactly. No, I, look, um, it, and it's, uh, there are two ways to handle this. You can say, um, I, you know, how does Tuesday at four, you know, or uh, – can, can I, I need it by Tuesday at four o'clock? Or you can say when somebody says, "How does Tuesday sound?" Tuesday at noon. Or yeah. uh, um, I need it by Tuesday at noon. Period. 
And they say, okay, Tuesday noon, got it. Right, and, and to go back to our feedback step, when folks miss it, because you're going to say noon and you're going to get it at 2 o'clock, if you don't have a sense of urgency in the organization already, and you're going to have to give them feedback. Yeah, oh, you noon know, that's cannot good be the what, equivalent what of happen, noon. What would happen, Mike, if I, if I gave you a deadline at noon on Tuesday and you didn't get it done, but, but you have to go home at 5 and you plan on going home at 5 for months for whatever reason, and you didn't get the thing done, and I call you at 445 because I'm getting ready to go home and say, hey, can I use some feedback when you miss a deadline? Here's what happens. Well, right, what are the chances you're going to get it done in the last 15 minutes? Maybe not. Now, I may, I, I could I certainly force you to stay, perhaps, and, and, uh, and get it done or threaten you with severe consequences if you don't. But, but I think the, managers, the, the mistake that managers make is, you know, if it's 12, if the deadline was Tuesday at noon and it's now 1230, you should be given some feedback. I, I don't mind if the first call is, where is it? But I, but I guarantee you the, the answer to where is it is I'll have it to you in a couple hours. Um, right. And, of course, a couple yeah. of hours is pretty vague, too. That could mean four. It depends on the situation. Right. Well, 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 part of developing a sense of urgency is developing some precision of meaning around deadlines. Yes. It cannot be slop. It cannot be. Deadlines can't be fluffy anymore. They're precise dates and yeah. times. Yeah, and, and, and I think you're just you're doing everybody a disservice, regardless of whether you're trying to instill a sense of urgency. If you say Friday, and by Friday at 11 o'clock, every manager in the world who has a deadline from one of their directs of Friday, by noon, they're starting to get itchy. Am I going to get it or not? Because people know Friday afternoon, what's the likelihood of somebody bringing you something done? Well, probably not that good. And so you've got anxiety about the fact that they're not wrong. It's still Friday. But the manager's always already feeling anxiety, and they're contributing it. They're the one that caused it by agreeing to a Friday deadline rather than Friday at noon or Friday at 10 a.m. or Friday at 2.30. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And now, of course, none of these deadlines are, are powerful until you capture them, right? It makes no sense to set a di- deadline and then not capture it somewhere. I, I, I'll tell you, you could, be, you, could, you could be really lazy and give everybody extra time as long as you did capture the deadline in a way that made it easier for you to follow up with it. And I think a lot of IT, a lot of project organizations, a lot of inter- organizations that have internal customers, the real value is being absolutely crystal clear about knowing when the deadlines that you have coming to you are. I think if we could teach this magically to everybody, we'd be billionaires. Too many of us, too many managers are so in the moment with all of our projects, we never write down what our directs have committed to. And I think what happens, Mike, my guess is that there's a little bit of an endorphin rush. There's a little bit of a juice happening um, when somebody gives us a deadline. We say, when are you going to have that to me? Which, of course, we don't recommend. And they say, how about Friday? And you say, okay. And as long as they've given you a deadline that you can tolerate, you just want to move on from that. But that's not... But all that is is the manager getting it off their plate, but it's not getting the work done. It's not the organization completing its deliverables. Um, so look, you got you got to write it down. Now look, what I do is I create a task with a reminder and all Outlook. So everybody's heard it before, I'm sure. Control Shift K. Friday, two thirty p.m. Has Melissa given you the budget? Or if you prefer an appointment with a reminder, the problem is in most organizations. Um, your 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 calendar is too crowded with meetings as it is, and it just becomes messy. Although if everybody else can see your calendar and they can see who owes you what by when, I I know a couple of managers who use their calendar because everybody can see what's on the calendar, and it's very powerful to look and to know. Oh man, look at all the people with deadlines with the boss, including me. 
Um, yeah, there, there's there's nothing more powerful in terms of of instilling the sense of urgency, other than de- developing this precision around deadlines and then matching that with accountability. Yes, if you really want to send a message in a quick in a, in a very short period of time, set deadlines, track them, and when something is due at two thirty and it's and you don't have it, call them and give them immediate feedback. You can be sweet as molasses. But give them feedback yeah. every time. Do that for two weeks on every single deadline, yeah. and you'll be amazed at how quickly the organization Yeah, they'll stay that way for six months. They'll start sliding at some point, and that's okay. You can just start doing this again. Yeah, in fact, what you can do, I, I, I the manager who suggested this to me years ago in terms of, Mark, the problem is not that people don't give you good deadlines. It's that managers don't capture them, so they don't know when to go back. He says, I really don't care about capturing. I care about remembering so I can talk to them at the deadline. He says, but when I started getting some pushback on it, I started asking new people in the organization. I said, look, are you somebody who's comfortable with accountability? In other words, if I ask you to have something done by 2.30 on Friday, is it okay if I call you at 2.35 and say, hey, where is it? And every single person always says yes. And I said, now, look, I'm not necessarily going to be mad. I may want to help you get it done, but but I think it's reasonable if I ask you for a deadline, you should meet it. And they're like, no, 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 that's the kind of person I am. I really want you. You know, It's okay to hold my feet to the fire and something like that. And he started doing it, and right. people pushed back. And he said, "Well, look, you, you said you were okay with, with, with uh, you know, accountability." And they nodded their heads. And he says, "It's made nobody misses any deadlines around here, big or small. They don't because they know they've signed up for right. them way in advance in terms of their sense of urgency." So when the deadline when the deadline arrives, take action. You know, Bob, it's two thirty. Where's task X? Right. And if you don't do so, all you do is send a message to the organization that deadlines are yeah. arbitrary. If it's not arbitrary, there's a reason it needs to be done at 4 o'clock. And if there's not a reason for it to be done at 4 o'clock, why'd you say it? Exactly. Right. Uh, that's a good one. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Uh, and if you don't follow up, you're sending a message that it is arbitrary. Yep. Good. Now, one other thing. I love one-on-ones as the bucket to check on things. The danger is using it as the thing that you check on every single deadline, and deadlines that happen on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are now being discussed in the Thursday one-on-one. That is not an effective way to manage projects, or for that matter, certainly to instill a sense of urgency. So don't wait to your one-on-one. Talk to people immediately when the deadline passes. Um, That's absolutely... um, what ends up happening, in my opinion, Mike, is everybody starts thinking in terms of weeks. If something wasn't done on Monday and then they wait till the Thursday one-on-one to talk about it, clearly the three intervening days weren't all that important, so suddenly Monday wasn't important, and so you can now have it over the weekend, and suddenly now we're a week late or a week later than we wanted to be, which is going to have some impact somewhere on resources or on time. Yep. Now, our next one is is guaranteed to get our our professional – project slash program managers really excited, which is step number nine, which is to hell with a critical path. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Look, we're all about, we, we, I love per charts. I'm all fine with the critical path method. I love knowing a project well enough to know what, what are really the key drivers of things and so on. Um, the problem is one of two things. In, in many organizations where critical path is known and used, it's amazing how much focus there is in the critical path to the detriment of everything else, which ends up killing projects in many, many cases. Um, so you can't just use this technique on critical path deadlines. 
Um, I see this all the time. The critical path suffers, not from lack of focus on it, but from myopia, that we don't see that there are other things in the project. And the project doesn't get done just because everything in the critical path gets done. The project gets done because everything gets done. Um, and, it, and if there are so many other tasks that none of which are treated with a sense of urgency, the whole organization gradually learns that deadlines really are flexible, and that bleeds over onto the critical path. And there's a, there's a grayness that even happens to the critical path. It's not as black and white as it used to be. It's not that the critical path necessarily changes, although sometimes, obviously, it does. Um, it's just that everyone learns that there are no consequences for deadlines being missed. Um, when they can miss so many others that aren't on the critical path. And I just, the, the whole bo duality of critical path and not and how we treat deadlines, I think is a big mistake. I think the key is just saying meet this deadline and discovering that we're going to have a discussion, as you said, I think it's the key point in this, this conversation. As you said, we're going to have a discussion about how rather than about when. Well, meeting deadlines, it's a habit. Either habitually make yep. them or you habitually don't. Yep. You can't. You can't choose to be. Well, you know, we, you know, we have a habit of making critical path items, but we don't make others. That's that's BS. Yeah. In fact, you know, this goes very. I, I never thought about it this way, but you're right. It is a habit. Just like everybody being late to meetings all the damn time in organizations. Um. Yeah. It's a habit. Everybody just shows up late. And I told somebody once. Well, okay, change your habit. Well, the rest of the people don't. What do you care about everybody else? Just be there on time. Be weird. You know, I can tell you three or four things I've noticed about your management style that makes you weird already. So, <laughs> you know, what are you worried about? <laughs> um, yeah, people say, well, everybody. I said, no, it's not everybody. It's a collection of, of, of somebodies, individuals. You want to change the culture of an organization, change the individual behaviors in the organization and the culture will right. change. So, so yeah. lesson, you know, apply all these recommendations to all deadlines, not just critical path. Right? Yes. Yeah, not just critical path. Okay, and our, our last one. Uh, leverage your admin. How, how can the admin help here? Yeah, look, have your admin ca keep track of all this for you. I if your team is so swamped and can't turn their re routine reports into something useful for you, either have your admin do it, which is uh, which is a good solution. It's not best. Having your team do it is better. Uh, and look, have him or her be the one to call about deadlines. You know, in your morning meeting that you, everyone should be having with their admin, there should be a discussion of tasks that are due. Um, and and a discussion about who's going to be calling about what. And that gives you an opportunity to think, I really want to spend more time with Joe today or Bob today or Terry today. Um, and and so you're the one that calls them about their deadlines, um, even if whether it's negative or positive. Sometimes you're going to call them and say, oh, you know what? It's done. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you right now. Uh, and by the way, I, I admit something terrible that I'm sure people will think is the dark mark. I'll never forget this. I, 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 I called somebody and said, look, um, it's 2 o'clock. Where are my slides? I was getting ready for a presentation. And he said, oh, they're done. I'm, oh, great. Good. You know, I, you know, so it's, it's, it's not, it ends up not being negative feedback. It's about to be positive feedback. I said, good. Uh, can you send them to me? He said, sure. I said, okay, look, let, I'll, I'll wait. Um, when, when I get them, you know, this is an internal corporate thing. I mean, right? It should be five seconds. It won't take that long. You push send, and I'll, I'll have it. It'll be here immediately. And and I said, great. I'll just wait, and I'll I'm here at my computer. You're there at your computer. We're both on our desk phones, so send it. And I got this long pause. Yeah, because he wasn't ready. He didn't have it. He wasn't done. And yeah. And what was the first word out of his mouth? Well, 
<laughs> well, I just lied to you. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And I hate to do it, but look, I don't want anybody to lie. I, I didn't ask anybody to lie. You could have just said, Mark, I am so, please let me apologize. I didn't finish. Oh, okay. When can it be done? When are you going to have it to me? You know, let's, let's have the discussion we should have had before. Maybe I wasn't clear the last time. Um, and he says 2.30. Okay. Great. I'll, I'll look forward to 2.30. If I haven't gotten it by 2.32, I'll give you a call. Yeah, he knows that you're going to hold him accountable yeah. for deadlines That's exactly every single right. time. And he's not going to allow this you know, email, you know, it's the checks in the mail type excuse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so leveraging your admin to have him or her make some of these calls. Um, and, and now, they're not going to be giving feedback, but they're going to be saying it's 2.30. That was the deadline for the slides. That was the deadline for the analysis. That was the deadline for the code to go in, in, uh, into testing. Where are we on that? Uh, Mark or Mike or whomever, the boss would like an update. Where are we? Um, and then you find out. And, and uh, you'll, I, I hate to say it, but in many cases, you'll find that people are more comfortable giving vague answers to your admin. And it may mean that you'll have to get involved in some cases, but you don't have to check on everything. In many cases, um, you'll want to check on all the things that you know are done so you can give a lot of positive feedback. Um, but using your admin to to either turn the routine reports into something that you can use and and read and understand and analyze effectively or gather the right data or insight from uh, or to calling about deadlines and reminding you about deadlines and printing out a daily sheet of all the deadlines that everybody who owes you stuff, whatever they owe you and when they owe it to you that day or that week, that's value. That's really valuable in terms of creating that culture of urgency. Absolutely. Yeah, And as we said before in our, many of our podcasts, your admin, if you're lucky enough to have one, is probably way underutilized yeah. to begin with. So And they're thrilled. The admins that write to us say, I'm thrilled. I finally feel like I'm doing my job. And the person who was keeping me from doing my job was the person who was supposed to help, supposed to help me make me do my job, right? Yeah, but no. my boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if, if both you and your admin can do something, you doing it is a waste of corporate resources. Agree. Simple. So look, 10 things then. We want to ask the right questions. We don't ask, when can I expect it? We say, when will, when will you get this to me? You state the deadline. Don't ask in some cases. Tell them what the deadline is. You know how to combat bad answers. Don't accept the bad answer. Come back with a polite, and a polite okay, great, and when are you going to have it to me? Um, accelerate deadlines. Different, different amounts for different people. Um, just, just move it up a little bit. You may think of yourself as giving a buffer, but more importantly, it's just getting things done faster to make other resources more available. Um, use passive updating. Managers should not be spending time getting their own updates. Um, you want to use feedback every time, every single time, positive or negative. Use dates and times, not just dates. Friday is a very bad date to get something. Um, capture the deadline so that you can then give feedback on it, positive or negative, and so you know when it comes and passes. Um, to heck with a critical path. Don't just apply this critical path. Think about all your deadlines this way. That's the way you increase your sense of urgency. And then lastly, uh, leverage your admin. They're available. They can help enormously in terms of tracking and reporting and analyzing and so on. That's 10. Cool. And we didn't even talk about a couple of the big ones. Uh, that one-third, two-third rule, we gotta, we're going to have to figure out how to put that into a cast as well. Yeah, we'll have to come back to that. Yeah. All righty. Great. Thanks, my friend. Thanks, partner. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. Some ideas on how to help create a sense of urgency in your team. 
As usual, we look forward to hearing about your experiences on the discussion forums on the site, www.manager-tools.com slash forums. Before we go, Mark and I would like to wish everyone happy holidays. For Mark and I, we'll be celebrating Christmas. But regardless of your faith, Mark and I hope that this season's holidays are your best ever. Thanks to each of you for making this past year one of our most rewarding and exciting years ever. We have a lot to be thankful for, and each of you have contributed to that. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. And with that, everyone have a great one, and we'll see you next time. So long.